0: Today I want to talk to you about something that I hear from my clients all the time when I start working with them. It is how hard it is to balance their work, family, and personal life without being just overwhelmed all the time. So I want you to ask yourself a couple questions here. Are you currently feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list? Or are you struggling to find time for everything that you have on your plate? If you answered yes to either of those questions, you are not alone. It can be really hard to balance work, family, personal life obligations, but did you know that there is a secret that can help make things a little bit easier? Well, in today's episode, we are gonna dive into how micro goals can help you achieve your tasks and move closer to your overall goals. Instead of of trying to accomplish everything at once, we're gonna talk about exactly how to break down your goal into not only smaller steps that you can complete over time, but micro steps. It's going to make your life easier, it's gonna help you stay more organized, and it's also gonna give you a sense of accomplishment each time you check something off your list. So, how do you go about setting micro goals? Let's dive on in. You're listening to the Marissa Raider Show. I'm a mama of three farm wife and creative entrepreneur who thrives on helping dreamers and doers make the most of their God given talents. You can consider me your newest BFF who will be in there to cheer you on and give you practical tools to use in your business and your life, all while empowering you in your faith, providing you with hard truths and motivation to get you chasing your dreams. I am bringing you actionable tips to uplevel your life and business as a busy mom and believer. I'll share laughs and encouragement with you as you chase after your God-given dreams. I believe that you've been given this one life and purpose for you to live out. And if you're ready to be the rock star you're meant to be, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. All right. Here we are, back again for another episode of the Marissa Raider Show. I am so excited to be here with you today. If you could see the smile on my face every time I get to record an episode for you, (laughs) you'd be like, she might be crazy because she's sitting in a room all by herself. But I promise I'm not. I'm just really that excited to be a part of your journey and that you're taking time to listen to these episodes. So thank you so much for being here. And guess what? Today your goals are going to thank you for being here. So first of all, let's talk about long-term goals, small goals, and micro goals. When it comes to goal setting, it is important to strike the right balance between long-term and short-term. And then what I like to call micro goals. On the one hand, you want to have a clear vision for where you ultimately want to end up. That's the importance behind having these long-term goals. But the problem with long-term goals is that it's easy to get sidetracked, it's easy to lose motivation. So that's where the theory behind setting smaller goals or shorter-term goals. So you take your big goal and you break it down. Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds this year. That breaks down to just over four pounds a month. That seems a lot more manageable, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. But a month is still a long time. And a lot of things can come up during that month. And so that's where I teach my clients to use what I call micro goals. They are literally what their name says, microscopic goals that are based on the day-to-day, which we're gonna dive more into later into the episode, but let's dive in right now to what micro goals actually are and how they're going to help you achieve those bigger long-term goals that you have. So let's break it down. We're gonna go back to that scenario I was talking about because I feel like losing weight is something that we can all kind of wrap our heads around. So let's break down exactly what a micro goal is. Most coaches and personal development professionals Talk about breaking your long-term goals into shorter ones to keep you on track. Like I said, so that I want to lose 50 pounds this year, that's just four pounds a month. That seems a lot more manageable, doesn't it? And when you break it down even further, that's just a pound a week. But what happens when thinking about what it would take to lose four pounds a month is still overwhelming for you. When I think about losing four pounds in a month, I think about how many times I need to work out, how many days I need to eat healthy, and before I know it, procrastination, overwhelm and imposter syndrome have all set up camp, and I am set up on the couch binge watching my newest TV obsession. Let's go there, it happens. And this is exactly why I teach my clients to not only set those short and long-term goals, but I get them on the micro goals train which pulls right into happy town and leaves you feeling more confident, productive and successful, I promise. So how do you go about setting micro goals for yourself? It's actually a lot simpler than you probably think it is. They are just a great way to stay motivated and on track with those larger goals. So each day you're gonna wake up and set your intentions for the day. You can map it out the night before or when you wake up, whatever works best for you. But you need to decide what do you want to accomplish? What are your priorities? And once you have your goals in mind, you need to create a to-do list and only worry about today's goals. Don't think about tomorrow's or next week's, just focus on today's. Then tomorrow, you're gonna wake up, rinse and repeat. By taking things one day at a time, you will be less likely to feel overwhelmed and more likely to stay on track. And before you know it, you're going to reach your larger goal. So let's break this down even further. The first step, set a realistic goal that you can achieve within a short time frame. Make sure your goal is specific and measurable. Goes back to that whole idea of SMART goals. You need to write your goal down and put it in a place where you will see it every day. Tell someone else about your goal so they can help hold you accountable and celebrate each time you reach your micro goal. This is going to help keep you motivated. So here are a few examples of successful micro goals. They could be working out for 10 minutes today, drinking two glasses of water today, reading just a few pages of a book, you guessed it today meditating or praying for just a minute or two today each of these goals ends with the word today because when we are setting micro goals the key thing is to remember that your goal is only today's goal we will worry about tomorrow's tomorrow this will allow for you to reflect on how your day went It's going to build that motivation because you've already accomplished it one day, so you know tomorrow you can wake up and you can do it again. And you're going to achieve optimal success. The next thing is, how do you stay motivated when you're working towards these micro goals? The best way is to start with the end in mind. Don't just set a random goal. Make sure it's relevant to a priority or long-term goal that you have set. Because without this, it's going to be hard to stay motivated day in and day out. So incorporating your micro goals with your long-term ones will give you that sense of accomplishment and keep you moving forward. Celebrating each small success and using it as motivation to keep going. And then make sure that your micro goal is something that you are genuinely excited about. If you are passionate about what you are working towards, it will be much easier to stay motivated throughout the process. So keep your eyes on the prize and do not, I repeat, do not give up on your dreams. Now I want to talk to you about roadblocks. They happen, happen to the best of us. They happen to all of us. We all know what it's like to set that goal, start off strong, and then hit a wall. Whether it's getting in shape, starting your business, learning a new skill, we've all been there. The good news is is that there are some tried and true tips that you can use to overcome these roadblocks and reach your goals. One of my best tips for that is to anticipate them before they happen. A lot of us like to pretend like roadblocks are a surprise to us, like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that my kid might get sick. They aren't germ infested little people that run around playgrounds and lick random things? No, they don't ever get sick or any number of other roadblocks that pop up. (laughs) That's just one that I can really relate to. (laughs) But if you can anticipate them before they happen, so how do you do this? It means that you have to take some time to think about what could go wrong and what might stand in your way. So be prepared for anything that comes up and then have a plan for how to deal with it. That doesn't mean you have to be rigid and scheduled and have plans A through Z typed out and in a portfolio that you refer back to. (laughs) I'm just imagining that and that's really excessive. But just think, you know, so this morning I did not get up right away. I did not. I'm not going to lie. I could have easily gotten up and worked out, but I stayed up late last night finishing a book and that was my choice. I made that choice and guess what? I had to live with it this morning. So my instinct was, you just aren't gonna have time to work out then. But my secondary plan is that there's a walking path right down the road from where I dropped my kids off at daycare. So I dropped my kids off at daycare, I hopped on that path, I walked for 25 minutes and I went home and I got to work. I could have very easily been all or nothing. Oh, didn't follow my plan, roadblock. Dang it, we'll try again tomorrow. But committing to myself, and I have also enlisted the help of an accountability partner, which is my next tip for overcoming roadblocks, has allowed me to look at things in a different perspective, in a problem-solving perspective. I had to change the way I think about things. I can no longer be an all-or-nothing person. I have to be resourceful. I have to have some grit. I have to keep moving, even when things don't go to plan even when I am my own sabotage like I was this morning by not getting up and reading a book way too late last night. (laughs) So go ahead, think about those possible roadblocks that could come up and how you can overcome them. Find an accountability partner. This is someone who you can check in with on a regular basis, who's going to keep you accountable for your goals because having someone to bounce ideas off of and who is going to support you is going to make all the difference when you're trying to overcome the roadblocks that pop up. And then finally, one of the best tips that I have is to journal or reflect on the ones that come up. This helps you understand why they are happening and what you can do differently next time. It can also be helpful to reframe that obstacle into a learning opportunity instead of some sort of hindrance. What is this teaching me? This is teaching me to be more flexible. This is teaching me to be able to deviate from a plan and still accomplish my goals and and keep my commitment to myself and to the people that my goal involves. All right, we're gonna keep moving on here with something that I talk about all the time. You are probably rolling your eyes because you probably already know if you've listened to multiple episodes You know exactly what I'm going to say here. Why it's so important for you to celebrate your accomplishments. So, yeah, cool. I worked out today and I drank two glasses of water and I did my meditation. Big deal. I did it once. Mm. If I've said it once, I've said it literally a thousand times. No matter how big or small, every accomplishment is worth celebrating. Why? Why? because each accomplishment is a step forward on your journey to achieving your goals. And as we all know, the journey is often more important than the destination. We get so fixed on on that end result that we don't have gratitude for the present, for what this journey is teaching us and the person that it's teaching us to become. So how can you make sure you celebrate your accomplishments in a way that's meaningful and motivating? don't worry i'm going to tell you (laughs) so the first thing is is to make sure your goals are realistic it is not realistic for me to say i'm going to wake up today and i'm going to work out for two hours it's not realistic i'm not going to do it i have zero desire to do it would it help me be in better shape faster sure not realistic this is going to help you avoid getting caught up in perfectionism and instead focus on making progress. So we're not looking for perfection here, we're looking for progress. Celebrating every victory, no matter how small, allows you to acknowledge your successes and understand that even if they seem insignificant, they are still a win. Something else that you need to do is you need to learn to be your own biggest fan. Take some time, pat yourself on the back and give yourself credit where it's due. We often are our own biggest critics. And so it's important to give yourself some positive self-talk from time to time. And by doing that, you will be able to see your accomplishments rolling in in real time instead of having to reflect back on what those accomplishments were. Another thing that you should do is share your accomplishments with others. That doesn't mean go on Facebook or Instagram and brag about all the things you did today because no one else really cares. I'm not going to lie. But by sharing your accomplishments with someone or a few people who really do care about you, it's going to create a sense of accountability and it's also going to give you a chance to inspire someone else with your successes. So share it in a way that inspires other people to become their best selves. It honestly is one of the greatest gifts that you can give other people, is to encourage them that if you can do it, so can they. But you have to remember not to do it in a way that's in their face and showing your highlight reel, if that makes sense. (laughs) And then finally, you need to use your accomplishments as motivation to keep going. Every success should give you a boost of confidence and motivation to keep pursuing your goals. Well, congratulations, you have made it to the end of this episode and guess what? Now it's time for the real challenge, putting these ideas into action. I hope you found this episode helpful, that you feel inspired to go out and set some micro goals for yourself. And remember, taking small steps towards your larger goal is better than not taking any steps at all. Be sure to celebrate those accomplishments along the way and stay motivated. Are you ready to get started? Yeah? All right. Well, just so you know, I am going to be here cheering you on the entire time. Go out and reach those goals. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be more than grateful if you hopped on over, left a five-star review, and subscribed so that you do not miss any of my upcoming episodes. If you are looking for a little more accountability in setting your goals, I am here to help. My Jumpstart program would be a perfect fit for you. So head on over to the show notes, book a call with me, and let's get started.